Hello, my name is Aaron Kraft, um, but most of you probably know me as Lorraine's husband <laughs> or Judah and Oliver's dad. Um, it is a blessing for me to be able to share my story with my church. It's funny, but it's so true that God's timing is always perfect because it wasn't until the last men's retreat that I realized I need to have my testimony ready to be able to share, and uh, here we are. Uh, my journey with God starts all the way back when I was six years old. I was born in a little village in northern Vietnam to a single mom. I didn't know my father or have any memories of him. I was told he died before I was even born. So I spent the first six years of my life in Vietnam, and I didn't know anything of the outside world. I was in my own little kingdom, and everything in it was perfect. Then one day, my mom was leaving um, our little mud hut home on her bike, and I knew something was wrong. I asked her, where are you going? And she replied, to your grandparents. I said, well, can I come with you? And she said, no. I chased her until I got tired and found myself sitting alone alongside the road, waiting for her to come back, but she never did. A few while later, my uncle came on a scooter, and he picked me up, dropped me back at my hut, and I waited there. Um, a few days later, after that, the same uncle came, picked me back up again, and this time dropped me off at my grandparents' house. When I was there, I asked them, where's mom? And they would not tell me. A few days later, a, an SUV came with three other kids, and I was loaded up into the SUV. And they drove me away from my family. The four of us were dropped off at an orphanage, and I remember I did not want to leave the vehicle because if I did, I would not be going back to my family. Later, I found out my mom left me because she got remarried, and her new husband would not take another man's offspring. Now, being a parent, I can only imagine how hard this must have been for my mom. While I was experiencing my life in an orphanage, God placed my picture next to another orphan kid on a fridge to a family in, um, in Indiana. Thankfully, my family prayed and I was chosen. When I was about six years old, my adopted dad and grandparents flew and picked me and the three, the same three kids that came to our orphanage with me. At this time, I, had, I did not know who this six foot three white man was, but he took us everywhere and showed us all these wonderful marvels, like McDonald's, the cities, <laughs> hotels, and the airports. I had no idea what was going on, but I was really enjoying not being at the orphanage. Um, it was not until we landed in Indiana when I realized the three friends would no longer be with me. They were all adopted into different families in different states. On my way to my new home from the airport, my family decided to take me to a Chinese restaurant. Um, maybe because they love Chinese food, or maybe because I'm Asian and, you know, we're all the same. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but it was at the restaurant when all my emotions, everything came crashing down. At this moment, I had never felt more alone and scared. 
I was surrounded by people I did not know or understand what they were saying. As hard as I tried, I could not stop from crying. My dad, the six foot three man, picked me up, took me to the waiting room, and there he sat with me and held me while I cried. As I was crying, I looked up and I could see tears coming down his face. And when I saw his tears and being held by him, I knew I was safe, I was loved, and I was wanted. Who is this man that is crying for me? Who is this man holding me? I have never had a father, but this is my dad. I did not know it at the time, but my dad was living out John 15, 12, which Jesus says, this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Now, you may think this is my redemption moment, but it's actually a picture of what God was going to do to me many years later. I was adopted into a Christian family. My mom loved me so much and did all she could to tell me about Jesus. My dad would later start his own church and be a pastor at another church. My early years, I had all the right answers down and knew how to be a good kid. My head knowledge of the Bible was fairly good as my parents and my church taught it to me. However, I never knew God or had a relationship with him. Instead, I had this fear of disappointing my family and being discarded again. So when asked, yes, I was a Christian, I always felt there was something I needed to do to earn their love and to earn a spot in the family. Now my outward appearance reflected a good person, but inwardly, I struggled with caring for people and I struggled with my sins. I struggled with anger, hate, sexual temptations, lust, greed, and was just outright selfish. My struggles ended up hurting my family, and with every mistake, I grew further and further away from them to a point where the gaps between me and my family grew too big. I felt like I did not deserve to belong to a family because of who I was. At 19, I decided to join the Air Force, and I felt like I owed this country something. Being an alien, a foreigner, I felt like I did not belong and I needed to pay my debt to be accepted in America. After basic and training, I got married. Out of the six years I served, I was deployed three different times and I was hardly ever home. My struggles with my sins caused my marriage to fall apart. Being away for half of my marriage didn't help, but it was my sins that really tore us apart. My anger, insecurities, sexual temptations, lust, and selfishness ended up causing us to file for divorce, and this happened a few months after I finished my enlistment. During the divorce process, my sins took me even deeper into despair, and I was in a dark place. I ran further and further away from my family and surrounded myself with people that would tell me what I wanted to hear. These people I met at college and at the casinos. I found myself at the casinos almost every day, and the dealers knew me by name. I was taking a philosophy class at Eastern, and I had to write a paper on happiness. I was told by my society that to be happy, all I had to do was do whatever it is that makes me happy, and my happiness is the most important thing. I do not know, but even when I was living for myself, I knew this was wrong. Maybe it is because of my Christian upbringing, but I really struggled with this viewpoint. And for whatever reason, I decided to ask all my, non, or all my Christian coworkers 
what they thought about happiness. Adam, a coworker of myself, been led by God because during our conversation, he sent me a link to a sermon by Judah Smith called Got Gaps. He did not know what I was going through, but he said, this sermon is worth listening to. I did not really want to listen to a sermon, so I put it off for over a month. The night of, tw- of September 24th, 2015, I found myself sitting alone in my apartment in the dark. It was a few days before my 27th birthday. God put this thought in my head, and finally I decided to listen to the sermon. In the sermon, when the pastor spoke, I felt as if God was speaking to me, and he said this, Aaron, what gaps do you have that can keep me from getting to you? What do you think that you have done that I cannot fix or repair? What do you think What struggles that you carry will keep me from not wanting you? You see, there are no gaps that are ever going to be too big that will ever keep me from reaching you. Only I can heal your past. No matter what your struggles are, I love you, and I have always wanted you from the very beginning. Aaron, I was sitting with you alone along that road. I mean, I was sitting with you in the SUV. I was with you in the orphanage. I was holding you at that restaurant. I was with you through your struggles. I was there when you were deployed. I was there during the darkest of your divorce, and I am here now. I have never left you, and I will never leave you. There are no gaps too big for me. I forgive you. My tears poured out, and I felt God's arms holding me right then and there, and that's when I accepted my true Father's love. All my life, I have struggled with not feeling like I am good enough. But God, the creator of all things, the one who came down to this earth and died for my, and died for my sins and was raised from the dead, he picked me, an orphan, an alien, a sinner, a no one, and said, you are more than enough. My identity is a child of God, and he is my father. It has been over eight years since I have given my life over to Christ, and now looking back over the last eight years, I have noticed God's work. Through his grace, my relationship with my parents has been restored and deepened, and he has redeemed much of the pain that I experienced and continues giving me life abundantly through Jesus Christ. Currently, I feel God grown me in my love for others. And again, Jesus says in John 15, 12, and 13, this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that someone laid down his life for his friends. You see, until recently, every time I heard that verse or read it, I took it literally, meaning, I thought taking a bullet for someone or pushing them out of harm's way. To me, that sounded super easy for a Christian because when we die, we go to heaven. I felt it to be a little selfish. But what God has shown me is that to love someone means every second, every minute, every hour, every day, I must lay down my preferences, my comfort, my desires, and myself to serve.
I still have so much growth. But my Father is continuing to work in me, and only by His grace, I am loved. Thank you.